You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Sherbarks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Thursday, January 12th, and this is the Best Football Show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, the playoffs are just a few days away, and there are a lot of really good matchups this weekend. Obviously, Tampa Bay, Dallas is a great one. Um, the one we're going to talk about today, Minnesota and New York, uh, Chargers and Jacksonville. Those are probably the three the three best games. few clunkers, let's be honest. I doubt Miami will be that competitive against Buffalo, uh, and then we'll see what happens at quarterback with Lamar and the Ravens, but that could be a tough one for them in Cincinnati. But I think to me, you know, outside of Dallas and, and Tampa, that's probably the best one. But I think that's more because of Tom Brady and Dallas and all those things. I think the game that I'm most interested in this weekend is Minnesota and the New York Giants. And the reason I'm most interested in it is because what's happening with this game is what you kind of see happen during the offseason, really a lot, but especially this happens in the offseason. People will go before the season. You know, that team, I think, is a real dark horse to win the division, the Jacksonville Jaguars, for example. Or, you know, a team I think could really make a surprise run that not a lot of people are talking about, the Philadelphia Eagles. But then what happens is everybody makes that same point again and again and again to the point where it's not that much of a dark horse anymore. It's not an interesting new opinion that people have. It's basically just saying what everybody else is saying. I think that's what you're seeing with Minnesota and New York. I think when the matchups first came out, it was, hey, let me tell you, the Giants could win that game. That's like the the thing everybody's been saying for a few days. And is it possible? Of course, anything's possible. It's one game. It's the playoffs. Anything's possible. But I think people are really overrating the chances the Giants win this game. And I think it's just become a popular talking point more than a real reason as to why the Giants could go into Minnesota and win this game. So today I want to talk about why I think the Vikings are going to beat the Giants. And if you look at the line, depending on where you look at it, it's two and a half, three somewhere. I think they'll easily cover. I would even almost bet them up to five or six. I think that the Vikings are going to win this game pretty handily and pretty easily, and here's why. The first is, before we get into specifics, the first is the Vikings just have a way better roster. Like, let's be honest here. The Vikings have more talent than the Giants do. Kirk Cousins is a way better quarterback than Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones is probably a little better on, or a lot better, I should say, on the run, maybe off script. But from the pocket, Kirk Cousins is way better than Daniel Jones. And you just see that this year. The Vikings offense has scored way more than the than the Giants have. The Vikings offense is eighth in the league. The Giants is 14th. The Vikings, they have way better receivers than the Giants do. 
Everyone says is going to say Saquon's way better than Dalvin Cook. I'm not really sure that's true. When you consider the fact Saquon is constantly banged up, he's had some good games this year. I think he takes over games more occasionally than than Dalvin Cook does. But Dalvin Cook's a great running back. Dalvin Cook is certainly explosive. We've seen what he can do out of the backfield. I think in, in a lot of ways, he's just as scary to go up against as Saquon is. He's probably easier to bring down a little bit, but I I don't think there's a huge gap between the two. There is a big gap, like I said, at receiver. Justin Jefferson is four times as good as anybody the Giants are going to be throwing the ball to. Um, So I think there's just a big talent discrepancy on the offensive side of the ball. The defense is where, yes, things do get a little closer. The Vikings 28th this year in points allowed at 25.1. The Giants 17th at 21.5. But if you look at what the Vikings did against teams you know, a similar offensive skill sets to the Giants. There's certainly teams they got lit up by, but those were all really good offenses. The Giants have a bad offense. When the Vikings played the Commanders, the Jets, the Bears, uh, even the Giants, they played the Giants this year. They gave up 22 points or less to the Commanders, Jets, and Bears, and they gave up 24 points to the Giants, most of which, if I remember correctly, was in the second half. I mean, the, the Vikings, they certainly didn't have it in control the whole game, and I know they won it on that last second field goal, but you know they didn't fall behind big in that game. They had they they I believe were had the lead for most of it, and then the Giants made a, a comeback late to kind of pull close. But ultimately, that was not a game where you looked at. I can tell you right now, it was Vikings went up ten to nothing. They were up seventeen to thirteen. They were up twenty four to sixteen. Uh, I don't think the Giants ever led the game. They tied it with two minutes ago, and then the Vikings went down the field and kicked the game winning field goal. So it was close. But I think in the playoffs, the Vikings will be way better. And there's a couple reasons why. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. One, the Giants blitz a ton. They're 39, uh, 39% of their snaps this year where blitz is. It's easily the most in the NFL. Um, and Kirk Cousins has been good under pressure this year. Cousins is a fourth-rated passer in the NFL under pressure, according to Pro Football Focus. You look at his numbers when he's been blitzed, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, obviously, his numbers are better when he's not under pressure, but that's the same for every quarterback. Cousins, when he's been under pressure this year or blitzed, has been good. Again, eight touchdowns, two interceptions, completing 60% of his passes. He's not been a train wreck under pressure, which you might think considering he's not that mobile, but he's been pretty good. But I think the main reason the Vikings have the advantage here is they have playoff experience on their roster, and they have it at, at quarterback. Cousins has played in four playoff games, and he is one in three. No denying that. He's, you know, this team is not, has not won games. But if you look at how he's played, I think his, his, play is better than that one and three record would indicate three touchdowns one interception he has a passer rating on average of 86.6 but part of that is because he had a real bad clunker in his first playoff game against Seattle when his passer rating was 40 he's been over 90 twice he's been over 86 I believe in every game since then so his passer rating if you take out his one really bad game is probably in the 90s Um, and this game's in Minnesota it's at home the Vikings have a home field advantage in this one I just think when you look at the inexperience on the giant side of the ball Daniel Jones never played in a playoff game. I'm not sure if 
anybody on their roster has played in a playoff game. I mean, Brian Dable, first-time head coach, which is the same for Kevin O'Connell for sure, but at least he's at home. And the Giants, now they did play in Minnesota, which is a bit of an advantage, but it's different in the playoffs. The atmosphere will be different than it was when they played there in December. I just don't think the Giants are ready for this kind of stage. And, you know, people will say, well, the Vikings, they won a lot of close games and blah, blah, blah. The Giants weren't exactly blowing people out. There were a lot of games they won that I think they they don't win those games if it's at a different part of the schedule. They won a lot of games close, right? Late sec, uh, last second wins, and they both have negative turn. They both have uh, a negative plus minus with points, right? So neither of these teams have been dominant. The difference is the Vikings are just flat out more talented. And I know that's not the deepest analysis in the world, but let's be honest here. The Giants do not have a lot of talent on that roster. They do not have game-changing players on that roster. Now, I like Brian Dable. I think he's a good head coach, but you can't. You can only coach so far, right? It's tough to coach against the talent discrepancy that's going to be taking place in this game, and especially that's going to be at quarterback. So at the end of the day, you know, I think I, I understand to a certain extent why people view this as, oh, you know, uh, the Giants, you know, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like, oh, the Giants, they, they have a real chance to win this game. And it becomes a trendy upset pick. And you see that with the line. But I think people are overthinking this one. I think the Giants in their first playoff game on the road, better quarterback, way better roster in Minnesota. I don't see the Giants pulling off the upset. And like I said, I would probably bet it up um, if you're going to bet this game. I think you can bet it for more than the two and a half, three, wherever it is. So for my pick for this one, I'm going to pick the Vikings to win it, obviously. I'm going to pick them to win it 27 to 17. I think they win the game. Maybe it's, you know, maybe they score late to completely put it away. But I would be very, very, very surprised if the Giants go into Minnesota and beat the Vikings. I just don't think they have enough talent. Really good season for the Giants. They can feel better moving forward. The Vikings can as well with the with the rookie head coach and doing what they're doing. But I think the the Vikings win this game. Could be an exciting one. Excited to watch it. I'm picking, like I said, Vikings to beat the Giants in their playoff game. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys on Friday.